evening, Reb Achim, Reb Jim, Reb Jonathan, Reb Yale, Reb Howard. We've got a few more coming on over here. All right, let's get going. Today's daf is daf Mem Beis Omud uh, Aleph and Omud Beis. That's today's daf. All right, we pick up from the bottom line on Mem Aleph Omud Beis. We're at the two dots. Just a few words before the daf is over. Forty-one B, the final words, and we are working off of our Mishnah. The Mishnah on this Omud told us that if a person is Isaac the mitzvah, if a person is involved in the mitzvah of Dalad Minim, and by mistake they carry their Dalad Minim to Shul, so it's usher, what they did is forbidden, right? However, they're putter from a carbon. They're not obligated to bring a carbon. In some way, intending to perform a mitzvah, even if you're doing an Avera, Pathers you up from a carbon chattas. Now this needs clarification, right? Because obviously, I mean, you, you can't do something totally wrong. I mean, even nowadays, there are people who think that the biggest averis are mitzvahs. Does that get them off the hook? Right? Of course not, right? The people who walk around holding big flags, you know, uh, they're so proud to do these averis and they think they're, they're big bali mitzvah. And they're coming closer to the banish them with that. Does that does that mean they're off the hook? Of course not. So what's the gather here? What are what are the parameters that um, fall into place where we say that even if you did Navera, it's still considered like you intended to do a mitzvah? Okay, so let's go. Abyasi says that if the first Yamtif falls out on Shabbos and you bring your Lulav, okay, so you're not gonna have to bring a khatas for carrying on Shabbos. Amr Abayabai says, Top of today's da'a, this is only true when he has not yet fulfilled the mitzvah of Dalad Minim and you pick it up and you take it to shul. But you haven't yet fulfilled the mitzvah. We're going to ask him the question, how is it possible? Because right when you pick it up, you get your mitzvah, right? But somehow you picked it up, you didn't yet get your mitzvah and you walked to shul. That's when, uh, that's when you're not going to be obligated. But let's say you already shook, you already took your lulav and you got your mitzvah at home and then you walk outside. Chayev. You're going to have to bring a carbon chata. Says the Gemara, how is it possible to walk to Jul and uh, you're holding it in your hand and you didn't get your mitzvah yet? Uh, as soon as he picks it up, he gets his mitzvah. Um, Rabbi, yeah, he's holding it upside down. Okay. What's upside down? <laughs> Any part of the Dalit meaning. It all depends how uh, you view it. You know? well, uh, or, or, let's say he's doing a headstand and the Dalit Minim are right side up. That's also considered upside down, I guess. I guess so, right? All right. Rav says, I can even give you a case where he picked it up, didn't fulfill the mitzvah, and he didn't turn it over or turn himself over. Oh, you didn't hold it in your hand. You were carrying it in a kli. You were carrying it in a vessel. If you carried a vessel, you didn't get your mitzvah yet. One second. And what's it going to help to, to say, oh, if you pick it up in a kli, so now you didn't get your mitzvah yet. One second. Rava himself is the one who says that when you, even if you hold it in something else, the example we gave is you hold it in your gloves, right? You're, you're wearing gloves. It's still, you still get your mitzvah. It says, Rava says that even if you're holding it in gloves because you don't want to touch surfaces due to COVID, yeah, so then you still get your mitzvah. But if you carry it not in a way of respect, 
you don't get your mitzvah. So it depends. Bottom line is, it's going to depend what type of kli you're holding it in. If you're holding it in a kli that's still respectful to hold it in that style kli, you will have achieved your mitzvah according to Rava. And if you go outside, you're going to have, on Shabbos, you're going to have to bring a carbon copies. However, if you bring it in, in a type of vessel or in a way that it's in a vessel that's not respectful, so then you have not fulfilled your mitzvah. And since you have not fulfilled your mitzvah, um, there's no chi of chatos if you carry it outside. Okay, beautiful. Amar Ravuna. Ravuna says, Amar Haya Rabbi Aisi. Rabbi Aisi says, when you have an oila oif, an oila bird, that was nimtzes that was found bein agapai. It was found amongst other birds. Okay, so ukesavur You thought that it was a chatasaif, and he ate it. Okay, now what's the problem? Because a uh, who eats the Ayla Sa'if? Nobody. It all gets burnt. Achata Sa'if, some of it gets eaten. Okay? So he ate it, he ate the Ayla thinking that it was a Chatas. Potter, you're not going to be Chayav in Meila. You're Potter from Hilchas Meila. Okay? Again, very similar to what we said about somebody who carries a Lulav on Shabbos with the intent to do a mitzvah. I intended to do my mitzvah of eating my chatas. Okay? And um, turns out that it wasn't Avera, my intention. So you see? No chiv chatas. No. Says the my What's the chiddush over here? The tobe dvar mitzvah potter. If somebody makes a mistake with the dvar mitzvah, it's potter. Hainu da avad mitzvah. That's only true when somebody, the maisa, ends up with a mitzvah. But. Um, it's the same halacha that we said in the Mishnah. Same as you. The Gemara, you don't have to repeat the same halacha twice. Says the Gemara, I would have thought to say, that over there where we're um, by the, um, the uh, uh, Lulav, okay? Where your Tabit Var Mitzvah, your Potter, Hainu Da'avar Mitzvah, that's because a mitzvah is actually being done with it. For example, the lulav, right? What happens? You pick up your lulav and you carry it outside. So that is, you're involved, you bring Isaac in that proper mitzvah, but by the oilas uh, ha'if and chatas ha'if mix-up, the tobedvar mitzvah, v'loy avad mitzvah, you made a mistake. In the end, did you do a mitzvah? By lulav in the end, did you do a mitzvah? Yeah, you got a mitzvah of lulav. Over here in the end, when you ate the oilav, did you get a mitzvah of Achilles Chatas? No, you ain't an Ayla. No, 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 no mitzvah ended up being done through this. I would say maybe Takir Chayv Chatas. Kamash Malon, therefore Avun has an Advachidish. Beautiful. Okay? So very simply, the Gemara had asked the question why you got to bring the additional halacha that Eilat Sa'if, there's no Chayv Chatas. We already know it from Hilchas Lulav. Answer is no. Because there's a difference between Lulav the case of lulav and the case of the carbon. By lulav, at least you're doing a mitzvah. So maybe that's why you're potter. But by the oilah sa'if, you're not doing a mitzvah. Kamash even then, even in such a case, you're still not going to be chayi v'chatas. Okay, fine. So we just qualified when, when you intend to do a mitzvah. Yeah, go ahead. Why is it an answer? That's only 
Correct. Right. That, that has not been answered. But the, what was the question? The question was, what's Rav Huna's added Chiddush? Yeah, okay. But yeah, you're, you're making a, ni- a good nafkamina. Yeah, because it, but it's riding over it. It's yeah. still not doing, not doing his mitzvah. Correct. Correct. And still, you're not going to be chai v'chatas, even though no mitzvah was performed. That's the added qualification here. That's the, that's taka bigger chiddish. Right? No, yeah. Now, let, let's continue to um, qualify when you think something's a mitzvah and it's really not now, because we said, even if, like Yale's pointing out, it's not a mitzvah in the end by the Eil And still you're not chayv. So every time I try to perform a mitzvah and it's not a mitzvah, I'm off the hook? Right. Let's talk. Here we go. Let's ask a question. Meisvei, that's the challenging question. Rabbi Yaisi, Yaim, Rabbi Yaisi says, listen to this halakha. Hashaychet es hatomid she'enoi mevukar kehilchasoi b'shabbos. They shechted a carbon tomb. We know a carbon tomb is allowed to be shechted on Shabbos, but it wasn't mevuker. It wasn't examined properly for a month. Chayov chatos, your chayov a carbon chatos. V'tzorich tomed acher, and you have to bring a different carbon atomid. Now, one second. Let's think about this case. Did you intend to do a mitzvah? Yeah. Did you end up doing a mitzvah? No. You, you didn't do a mitzvah. You're now going to have to bring a carbon chatas, and you got to bring another carbon atomic in its place. So you see from here, it doesn't matter what your intent is. You did the wrong thing. That's what a carbon chatas is, an unintentional avera. Shoot like him Right? A carbon chatas means I unintentionally did avera. Okay, so my intention here was do a mitzvah, fine, but you messed up. Amar he says back to him, I'll tell you a discrepancy. Don't worry. Leave aside, push aside that particular halacha. Why? About the uh, the carbon uh, atomid. I'll tell you why. Because we learned about the carbon atomid. Amar of Hamnuna Saba. Amar of Yusuf Bar Ashion. Amar of Huna. Amar of Huna Bar Chitoy. Quote of Hamnuna. Who was quoting Rabbi Yisroel Bar Ashion? Who was quoting Rav Huna? Who was quoting Rav? He brought it from a lishka. He brought it from a room where none of them were checked out. Okay. Now, what is it? What this means is, is that we don't. The answer to this is we don't even consider it your Isaac b'mitzvah. Okay, because you at least need to take your your mitzvah from a place of a mitzvah. But when you take it from a situation where nothing was fit to be brought as a carbon atomid, not, none of them were fit. So then it's not, considered, it's not considered like you even started out with the intent to do a mitzvah. Rather, this is one, here's the catch, because it's crucial for us nowadays. This is one terrible lack of focus it's a terrible lack of focus. You push it, weren't uh, uh, do, you, you, you didn't even start do, uh, doing this mitzvah appropriately. And in such a case, that's considered a complete unintentional avera. It's not considered like you're involved in a mitzvah. And therefore, you're still going to be chayav echatas, which is very interesting, right? And this really answers up what we 
started out, uh, well, we started out with this discussion. I'm sorry? Did it do an error? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. And you got to bring a, a carbon chattas on this. I, why when I carry my lulav on Shabbos with the intent to do a mitzvah, I didn't have era. I carried it on Shabbos, but I don't need to bring a carbon chattas because over there, you're in the league. You understand? <clears throat> you're playing baseball. You're on the team. You just got out. You got out. Okay, you got out. There's no chiyav chattas. You know what a chiyav chattas is? When... You're a, you're, you're a fan who runs onto the field. You have no place on the field. Kick him out of the stadium. No shaykhs. This is not considered like, oh, you have a shaykhs to being out here and you just got out and hurt the team a little bit. No, no, no. Get out of here. Arois. You know what I mean? It's not happening. So when somebody does, in a, uh, even if they intend to miss, they got the best intentions. But they're coming from a place where no mitzvah comes from. It's no excuse to say that I thought it was a mitzvah. You're going to be chayv and a chayv. Period. All right, here we go. Next Mishnah. And this is the last Mishnah for our Perak. We are going to wrap up the Perak on Amud Base. We have to finish the Perak today. Let's get going. All right. Some fascinating halachas. A woman is allowed to be from her son or from her husband. And put it back into water on Shabbos. Now, why would they put it back into water on Shabbos? That it doesn't dry out, Rashi explains. Yeah? We don't want it to dry out. Okay. Now, he, he let, the Gemara is going to tell us this is a big chiddush. You know why? It's Gvaldik. We're dealing with Shabbos. Machzeres Lemayim B'Shabbos. Okay? Now, is a woman obligated in Dalad Minim? No. She's not obligated to Alamina. So let's think for a moment. Huh? Here she is. Here she is. And usually. That's right. Good. In addition to that, listen to this. She shouldn't even be allowed to touch it. Because for her, it's Muktzah. It's a stick, Kavaldik. Says the Mishnah name. A woman's allowed to take down from her son and from her husband. And put it back into the water on Shabbos. Okay? Says that we'll, we'll get into, uh, we'll get into that halacha. Rabbi Yudah says, says on Shabbos, you're allowed to put everything back into the water. Okay? And be yomtiv sifin, And on yomtiv, you're even allowed to add water to the jug that you're putting your aravis or any one of your dalamina back into. And you're even allowed to completely change the water. Okay? So on Shabbos, you could take the dalamina and put it back into its original water, but you can't add water. Okay? Because you're, you're allowed to like maintain what it was. On Yomtiv, you're allowed to even add fresh water. And a cholamayid, you can take, you completely pour out the water and swap for different water. Fresh, completely fresh water. A cotton who knows how to shake a lulav is mechoyiv in the mitzvah of lulav. Okay, what's the chiyav here? Obviously not a chiyav dairaisa. Uh, it's a chiyav derabanan because it's a chiyav of chinuch. Okay, says the Gemara. 
Pshita. It's Pashit. Why can't a woman take a lulav? Says Gwar, no. A woman's not obligated to do the Dalaminim. I would say it's Muktza. She's not even allowed to touch it. When you have a mitzvah to do this on Shabbos, Peseder. When you have no mitzvah, who says that her desire to perform a mitzvah overrides her obligation? So for her, it should be a bunch of sticks that are muktza. Kamash Malan, therefore, Zok the Mishnah, Chiddush, that, that um, and Rashi explains that once the Dalid Minim is allowed to be used by the men in the home, it applies to the entire home. If the men and the boys in the home are, it's not muktza for them, then it's not muktza for anybody else. It's like, it's, it's, it's uh, mutter for the whole family. Okay. When a child knows how to shake a lulav, wave the lulav. Tahu Rabbanon, the rabbis learned, and so should we. A cotton who knows how to wave the lulav is mechoyev and lulav. Oh, now who's mechoyev? Really, the father is the one who's mechoyev to teach his child. If a child's able to wrap himself with tzitzes, He's obligated to wear tzitzis. Lishmar tefillin. To make sure that he wears tefillin with the appropriate halachis. Meaning, not to pass wind. Not to go to dirty places. You know how to take care of the of the divrei, of the, the Kaddish Dika tefillin. The holy tefillin. Then, of tefillin. The father is obligated to buy tefillin for him. To teach him about, uh, about the mitzvah. Chinuch. Once a child knows how to speak, what's the first words that are supposed to come out of a Jewish child's mouth? You teach a child Torah and Kriyashma. It's the first words he should be uttering. Says the Gemara, Torah Mahi. What Torah is this child supposed to be saying when he starts saying Mama, Papa, Dada, Baba? Right? So every grandparent wants them to say Zaydi, Babi, Saba, Sapta. Right? That's what we want. Look at first words, yeah? Oh. What does the Gemara say? Should be the first words. Amar Rav Amnuna, Tyra Tziva Lanu Maisha, my Rasha Kehilas Yaakov. That I'm a link in the chain of Maisha Rabenu down to us. Kriyashma Maihi. What does it mean to teach him Kriyashma Pasukrishin? It means the first words that a child should say is Tyra Tziva Lanu Maisha and Shema Yisrael Hashem Aleikeinu Hashem Achor. Okay. Hayadei Alishmar Gufai. If a child knows how to watch his body, it means he knows how to keep it clean. And it's not going to get dirty, and he's not going to become tummy. So even if um, something tahar touched his body, we assume that he's tahar too. Okay, this is interesting, because you have a kid, right? What happens when you give a kid a new toy? The kid doesn't play with the toy. He plays with the box, right? The box is much more important than the, than the toy that's inside. What happens when you buy the kid a shovel? He plays in the dirt. So at a certain, uh, until a certain age, kids are just going and touching everything. So if a child doesn't know how to stay away from tuma, and just touches things that are around, they, they, they don't have enough seichel to understand what tuma and tar is, then if something touches their body, if any tara touches their body, you have to assume that it's now tummy because that body probably played somewhere in the mud around tumah. However, if a child knows how to protect his body, then even if something touches his body, you can consider it tar. Lishmar as yadav. If he knows how to use his hands 
in a way where he's aware of what it touches. Then also, okay? Because we don't have to assume that, he, that it's tummy. There's no chazok of tummy. If a child's old enough for us to ask him, yeah, we could ask him, listen, what'd you touch today, Tzadik? So, if it's in Rishus HaYachid and we have a Safek, we believe it to be Tum. Rishus HaRabim, Safek Atar. And Rishus HaRabim, Safek is going to be Tar. Okay? Like any time you have a Safek Tuma in a public domain. Hayadeya Lifres Kapov. And once a, a Kayan child is old enough to know how to Duchin, as we say, to go up on the Bima and give the Bracha to Klal Yisrael. Chokon Lai Truma Bebeis Hagranis. You could already start giving him truma from the base Hagranis. Okay, once he knows how to do that, at that age, he already enters into Tuma, and uh, he already enters into the, the area where he's allowed to eat, uh, he's allowed to eat truma. Okay, we turn to Amud Beis. Hayadeya lishchait, If you have an 11-year-old that knows how to do proper shchita, the kid's good, right? You're allowed to eat from his shchita. You don't need to be in, in a gadol to shecht. That's only if you have an adult watching. Okay? You, to make sure that the actual shechita was done, uh, was done properly. Okay? Because even though he could shecht properly, we don't assume that the kata knows all the intricate halachas of shechita, so we let him do the action, but to rely on him to tell us that the action was done well, you need a gadol there. Okay. Once a child is able to eat a kezayis of grain. Okay, this is a fascinating halacha. Okay, what are the five grains? Chita, sa'ira, shibaylashul, right? We have wheat, barley, oats, rye, and spelt. Once a child's old enough to eat these grains, okay, a kezayis of these grains, then that then the dirty diaper is considered excrement, and you're not allowed to daven or or say shema within within four amas of that diaper. It's a fascinating halacha, right? If a child is not yet eating that amount of grains, so then even if they have a diaper, you're it's not considered uh, the excrement that we're, that halacha doesn't allow us to to daven. It's not that only he eats the size of a kezayis, but he eats the size of a kezayis between nowadays anywhere between two and nine minutes. Okay. Rav the son of Yeva says of a gadol, when it comes to a gadol, if somebody's already older. Okay, an older age, which means the age where they're, they're, they're close to the age of chinuch, between six and nine, doesn't necessarily mean an adult. The body is, is strong and developed. So then, even if they don't eat, or they're not capable of eating the Achilles Pras, still you got to stay away from their excrement. The more das a person has, the more experience the body has, right, comes with uh, knowledge, and it also comes with you know, foul odors. Uh, over, literally over here, machayv literally are pains. But it's referring to the, the smell. Once a kid is able to eat a kezayis of roasted meat, 
Shaykhtin Allah Vesah Pesach. He's allowed to be included in a Chabura for the carbon Pesach. Shanamar Ish Lafi Achloi, each man according to what he eats. He says, no, we don't include him in the Chabura until he's able to know which parts of the animal are, are, are um, edible and which ones are not edible. Ketzad, how do they figure this out? They give him a tzrar, they give him a, 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 a stone and he knows to throw it away and they give him a nut, he knows to keep it. These are two things that look similar, right? But it takes a little bit of experience to know this is food. You have little kids. They, take, they pick up little balls, right? Unfortunately, you've got to be careful when there's little things. Kids put stuff in their mouth. They don't realize that it is not food. Pam, points out that you see from here that um, the sign of an adult, the sign of wisdom, one of the signs of wisdom is when you give him a stone, he knows to throw it away, and you give him a nut, he knows to keep it. He says, this is a big lesson in life. Big lesson in life. What are we machshiv? What do we keep? What do we keep, right? Many of us, we're, we're offered opportunities. In Ruchnias, we're offered opportunities for tzedakah. We're offered opportunities to do good. And we choose instead to throw that away and take the rock. And uh, we, we transfer it in our lives for the things that are really less important unfortunately, and we chuck out this, the ones that are important, that's a sign of a katam. That's a sign of, uh, of immaturity. The person has to have the maturity to, to know something that has, that, that has nutrition for me. Hold on to it. Something that's not, you, you throw it to the side. Hadron Allah Chlul Vagazel. Hadron Allah Chlul Vagazel. Hadron Allah Chlul Vagazel. Mazel Tov to everybody who finished the third parak of Sukkah. Okay. We're now going to start the fourth parak, and the Mishnah is going to take us down to the bottom of the Amr. Here we go. Fascinating Mishnah. And we're already, uh, we're already familiar with some of this, but the Mishnah is actually going to tell us how things were done in the Beis HaMikdash. Okay? Various mitzvahs. And how many days of Yom Tif they applied for. So here we go. Lulavarava shisha v'shiva the mitzvah of lulav and arava are taken sometimes six days for six days of yomtiv, and sometimes for seven days. Okay, now what is lulav arava? Lulav arava, the mitzvah of lulav is referring to the dalid minim, and the arava was a completely separate mitzvah that they would take and hold just the aravas, and when they would uh, circle the mizbeach, sometimes. The, the mitzvah of Lulav and the mitzvah of Rav was done six days, sometimes seven. And the Gemara will explain how is it possible. Halal v'hasimcha, shmoina. To say halal and, um, and simcha, the obligation to be happy, which it's quoted from the, um, who says this? Chazanish? Maybe Chazanish. Chazanish says one of the hardest mitzvahs for a yid is to ach someach. Ach someach. You're only allowed to be happy for eight days. You're not allowed to be sad for uh, throughout the eight days. Every time you're sad on sukkahs, we're over. Here it is. That's that's all eight days. There's no there's no doubt. There's no sad days. There's no days where a person is not allowed to be focused on being happy. Okay. 
find it. Okay. Sukkah v'nisah hamayim shiva. The mitzvah to sit in the sukkah and the mitzvah of pouring the nisah hamayim, which we're familiar with from the Simchas Beis Shueva, that was done on seven days. Hachalil, the playing of the flute, the chamisha v'shisha. Sometimes it was done for five days of Yom Tif, and sometimes it was done for six days. Now, what's the playing of the flute? This is talking about the Simchas Beis Shueva, the party, the joy. That was done. It had to be accompanied. Simchas Beis Shuvah had to be accompanied with musicians. Okay, and whenever they would pour, whenever they would pour the water, sometimes the flute was played five days. Sometimes it was played on six days of Yom Tov. Okay, says the Mishnah. Let's explain. Lulav Shiva Ketzah. We said the lulav is done for seven days. Yom Tov Rishachag Shalias B'Shabbos is the first day of Yom Tov. Falls out on Shabbos. Lulav Shiva. So lulav is taken on all seven days. Why? Because back then. Whenever lulav was dairaisa, they would still take it on Shabbos. Okay, so if, if um, let me gather my thoughts. I'm sorry. Yeah. So if yomtiv, the first day of yomtiv fell out on Shabbos, so they would take lulav on the first day because it was a chiyuv dairaisa. That's one. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday is another six days. So you see. That uh, the lulav was taken on seven days. Okay. The Sharkala Yomim Shisha. But let's say the first day of Sukkot ever fell out on Sunday through Friday. So then, would they take it on Shabbos? No. Because after the first day, lulav is only Durabana. The Durabana doesn't override Shabbos. So whenever you, the first day Yomtev would be Sunday through Friday, there would be no taking on Shabbos, and there would be a total of six days of mitzvah lulav. Okay. Then we said, Arava, the mitzvah of Arava in the Beis Hamikdash was seven days. Ketzat, what's, what's the example? What's the story? The seventh day of the Arava falls out on Shabbos. We know the seventh day was the, that was the, the finality, but that was the main day. So then, Arava Shiva. Okay. The Arava would be takabi brought. For all seven days. But any other day, it would, if it fell on the other day, the, the, um, the, if the seventh day did not fall out on Shabbos, but it fell out any other days, then we wouldn't do it on, we wouldn't take the Arava if it fell, if the second day of Yom Tif, for example, was on Shabbos, and they would only end up doing it for six days. Okay? Very good. Weiter. Mitzvahs Lulav Ketzah. What would they do with the mitzvah of lulav? How do you do the mitzvah of lulav? Zok the Mishnah, Yom Tavish HaChag Shaliyaz B'Shabiz. Ma'ilich l'zulveim, l'arabayis. We quoted this Mishnah. They would bring the lulav and tarabayis. V'chazonim e'kabu mehem. We didn't quote it completely, okay? And the chazonim doesn't mean those who davened loud. It means the gaboyim. The gaboyim. They would take the lulav. And they would set them up on top of an itztava, on top of a platform. And the Zakanim had their own uh, side room. Yeah, they had their own side room. Rashi explains why. Because we don't want to keep them waiting in line, pushing with the younger guys that don't know how to wait. Yeah? yeah uh, as people get older, very often they know there's no. Where are you rushing so fast? Right? Where are you rushing so fast? Uh, Bring down a, a incident. There's a guy. There's a there's a guy in Borough Park. Yeah, it's a, there's a red there's a red hand. He can't cross the street. The guy runs across the street. 
There was an Altayid stand there. And he says, the guy's been waiting 2,000 years for Mashiach. He can't wait for a red light. It's okay. You can wait for like It's okay. You know what I mean? Take it easy. Like, you know, okay. So people are older. They know. Just take a time. But some ha- sometimes when you don't push, you're stuck there forever. So we gave those who know how to wait, the elderly ones, we gave them their own room. This way, they had their own side room. Let all the young guys, you know, uh, mess with each other. Okay. And the teachers would say, Sometimes the Dalmidim got mixed up. The ones that you bought before Yomtif, because everybody left in the Beis Hamikdash, they, they, they ended up with somebody else's. So therefore, everybody said, if, I don't, if I'm not holding my lulav and somebody else has it, it's yours as a matana. And then what happened on the first day? Everybody would come to the base of Mikdash and the Chazonim would just throw the Dalad Minim at everybody. Go, just take, just take. Stop looking for yours. Just take. No, chill out. And everybody, oh, I want this one, I want that one. You know, this is not the best uh, system. Not the best system over here. You know what they said? They said, okay. No more Dalad Minim and Shul. No more coming to the base of Migdash Here's what you do. You take your Dalad Minim at home and you come to Shul your Talas and that's it. Enough. Enough of this. You do your mitzvah at home and okay, the, the, the extra Minhagim of shaking it while you say Halal, Chves, and those things that we're going to hold off on. And... Um, and uh, they told everybody to just take it to just take it at home. Okay, um, that's the end of the Mishnah, and let us hold it here for this evening. Okay, so Bezus tomorrow we will pick up from the Gemara three lines of the bottom of Membe's Umbud base.